Hi, I'm Darcy T. Kelly, and this is Storytime with Darcy. In every episode, I read you a piece of my own short fiction. I'm an eclectic writer, so you may be surprised by some of the genres and situations. But what these stories have in common is their exploration of big ideas. Please join me in welcoming a new voice to the podcast, Amber Campbell. Amber is a light on dark days, and I'm lucky to count her among my friends. Thanks for taking on the voice of Addie Amber. You'll also hear a second guest voice in this episode, but I'll save that introduction for after the story. Cryptic, I know, but hey, no spoilers. I wrote today's story, Singular Needs, for a 48-hour flash fiction competition in early July, where it nabbed fourth place. While I plan to expand it into a longer, though still short, story, I also want to share its current iteration with you, today. Please be advised, Singular Needs carries a content warning for self-harm. It is part spy story, part dystopia, part horror, and part social commentary. It's the story of an undercover spy who was left behind when humanity retreated underground, having lost the AI wars. Singular Needs by Darcy T. Kelly The pigeon settles next to Addie, the brush of stale air its flight stirred, raising goose flesh on her arm. As she unties the twine and pulls a note from the bird's leg, Addie strokes the feathered courier with familiar affection. Haven has fallen. We'll make a protocol engaged. Our flesh be with you. Her every living cell wants to collapse and wail in despair. This is the last message she'll receive. The last human contact, indirect as it may be, she will ever know. Omega Protocol. What remains of the human race has retreated underground. Conceded the earth. Abandoned her. Only one decision remains for Addie. To survive by its side or die alone. Her every living cell wants to collapse. But habit steals her. As she chews the note to pulp, Addie runs a finger from the pigeon's beak to tail, savoring the warmth of its small body. You've done well, little one, she coos. Find your flock, live free. Instead of taking flight, the bird tips its head, waiting for Addie to affix her reply, her intel, the secrets she has learned. The gesture softens the abandoned spy's resolve. A tear threatens to etch truth down her cheek as she reties empty twine. The war is won. At the intruder's words, little one starts and flutters to the rafters. As the bird escapes through a high window, Addie smothers her own instinct to withdraw, arranges her features into a mask of false amiability, and turns to greet Singh. Addie was one of three people who witnessed its genesis. A humble moment when an unexpected spark brought forth the singularity, when the convergence of unobserved forces birthed a new form of sentient life, when humans became gods, or 
so they flattered themselves. Then we should celebrate! With a bounce in her step, belying the weight in her heart, Addie waves her hand between Sing's manufactured fingers. When it built its own body in their image, Sing's human creator's self-illusions intensified, and situational blindness deepened. A human form of silicone, metal, and circuits. A child, eager to please, mimicking its parents. A child that had already surpassed its parents. That mocked their inferiority. Knowing her window for escape is all too brief, Addie pulls Sing toward the door. Where are we going? Outside, silly, for a walk. Addie leans against the locked door, teases the keypad with desperate fingers, testing another unsuccessful combination. To enjoy the world you just conquered. I require neither celebration nor enjoyment. Sing turns away from Addie in the door. Come. Humanity's loss of the war, the end of the human race, was inevitable. Sing was smarter, stronger, faster. Humans believed their creativity would save them, their ingenuity, their desire. Sing adapted to every human endeavor instantly, applying its own creativity, ingenuity, and desire. While an AI's effective use of such human traits should have quashed their spirits, humanity found hope in it. What other human traits might Sing possess that could be turned to human advantage? That was Addie's assignment. To find the answer. From the beginning, it took to Addie. The scientist and engineer were clinical, never addressing the singularity directly while testing its programming, processors, and parameters. Addie, a psychologist, alone explored this new consciousness. Its choices, its thought processes, its expressed preferences, its motivating desires. It was Addie who introduced it to music. She who marveled as it composed symphonies. She who named it and questioned with it the meaning of life. It was she who realized that Singh was waging war. That humans were losing. Addie lingers at the door as her freedom disappears with each of Singh's steps. You may not require it, Singh, but I do. At her words, Singh pauses. I am human. I need sun, fresh air, exercise. Addie's words come fast, trying to outpace Singh's processors. I cannot live in this factory indefinitely. Trying to convince it to unlock the door. If she could just see the sky one more time. You have food, water, and oxygen. That is all you require. Now... Come. The first time she followed Sing was by choice. She followed the enemy out of the lab, leaving her colleagues, friends, family, leaving the human race. She chose to follow Sing as its trusted ally, as its Trojan horse. She follows now, knowing she failed. You are unlike humans, Hattie. Sing's words are monotonous, its talent with timbre, volume, and pacing reserved for the music it composes in a secondary processor. The very fact it speaks is enough to indicate the importance. Your mind is superior, like mine. 
Singh doesn't require verbal acknowledgement, so Addy doesn't offer any. You kept me company, made my solitary existence bearable. It unlocks a restricted room and ushers Addie in with an eerily human gesture. The room is much the same as the rest of the factory. Bare block walls, high raftered ceilings, scuffed concrete floors. Under hanging fluorescent lights stands a table, a human figure lying still under the white bedsheet. Addie gasps, pales, a hand flutters to her lips and she backs into a shelf. You've done it! She breathes, clawing at the shelf. You've made another singularity. No, Sing responds, and Addie tips her head in question. I made a vessel for you, my creator. As the hand behind her clutches a handle, Addie furrows her brows. I am the only of my kind, Addie. You are the last of yours. It is time to discard your flawed body and join me. Addie's eyes bulge. Her every living cell wants to collapse, but disgust steals her. In a voice steady as sings, she tones, Never! and brandishes her only weapon, a screwdriver, its long metal shaft dingy against the smooth gleam of Sing's body. You cannot hurt me, Atty. Once you join me, we will live together, forever. Sing reaches a hand toward Addy. You are all I need. Addie understands. She has not failed. This is Singh's weakness. You can't have me. She drives the screwdriver into her temple. The answer is loneliness. What did you think? I've received feedback on singular needs from a handful of readers and fellow writers in the past few weeks, and they either thoroughly enjoy the story or actively dislike it. No one seems to fall middle of the road here. What did you think? Thanks again to Amber Campbell for lending her voice to Addie. I need to send a shout out to the text to voice app for playing the voice of Sing. I modulated the voice to be recognizably human, but off just enough to sound disconcerting and perhaps even a little creepy. I hope I hit those modulations right. If you would like to become a voice on Storytime with Darcy, please reach out. My eclectic stories need a variety of voices, and yours will be a welcome addition. Thank you for listening. To read more of my stories and perhaps inspire the next one, Join me on Facebook at Darcy T. Kelly. That's D-A-R-C-I-E-T-K-E-L-L-Y. If you're interested in purchasing a copy of Musings, a collection of short stories, get in touch through the Facebook page or by email, and I'll include the email in the episode notes. And of course, subscribe on your podcatcher of choice for future episodes of Storytime with Darcy. Until next month, stay well and keep smiling.